Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pod of thunder and rock and roll. And once again, give it up for Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Duff McKagan and the world famous Joke of the Week. Hey, Chris Jericho. Duff McKagan, checking in. How you doing, man? You know, I uh, just got back from, uh, I was in a Reykjavik, Iceland. Went to the Blue Lagoon, like uh, hot springs there. Kind of amazing. I'm back in the United States now. Good to be home. Been gone a while. You know, I asked my dad why my sister's name was Teresa, spelled T-R-E-S-A. And, and he said, well, that's your mom. You know, it's an anagram of your mom's favorite holiday, which is Easter. It's an anagram for Easter, Teresa. And I said, uh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for saying that to me. He said, no problem, Alan, spelled A-L-A-N. Wow. <laughs> Another Duff McKagan original. Did you get that one? It took me a while. What's Alan an anagram for? Anal, maybe. Thanks to Duff for never missing a Friday. No matter where he is in the world, he's always got time to call in the, the joke of the week. And if it's more funny you're working for, more jokes uh, that you're looking for, then you got it today with me and the return of Jack Slade for the best worst ever SummerSlam preview. That's right. Just like we did at WrestleMania a few months ago, we run down all 11 matches of the SummerSlam card, or at least the 11 matches that were made uh, when we did this uh, last Sunday night. I think there's 13 now, but who cares about the other two? We're going to make our predictions about who's going to win, try and figure out what's going on. For, we don't know anything. But of course, there's all kinds of shenanigans and stories mixed in. We got a visit from some random drunk who's staying in the same hotel as us in Belgium. So we invited him in, and uh, you'll hear that ridiculousness. And like I said, Jack Slade returns with a full bottle of vodka ready to rip through the SummerSlam lineup and do a little armchair booking for WrestleMania 2019. We both think that this preview was much better than our WrestleMania preview, but uh, you guys can be the judge of that because I'm not sure we really remember at the end of the night exactly what happened. Let us know on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho and let us know if you're going to go see Fozzie at Fozzie Rock on the Twitter as we get ready to hit the road again in the United States. The Judas Rising Tour starts Friday, August 24th in Atlanta, Georgia at Smith's Old Bar. That's sold out. And then after that, we go rocking up to Birmingham, Alabama, then Huntsville, Clarksville, Tennessee, Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, Joliet, Illinois, Omaha, Nebraska. Go to FozzieRock.com. See all the dates and hear all about Fozzie's world-famous VIP meet-and-greet packages. One of the best in the world. Uh, We do a mini-concert for you we take pictures we sign stuff uh, we do all that needs to be done so come hang with us before the show at one of the best meet and greets in the entire business we do it all for you so get ready for that and also get ready for uh jack slade he's coming right after this right now here we go the best worst ever SummerSlam preview right here on talk is jericho all right, so uh, we just get into it here on Talk is Jericho. There's no uh, inhibitions and no big uh, introductions. Uh, let's be honest. A few months ago, um, we did, uh, Jack Slade and myself, did the best slash worst. Um, keep your filthy hands off the ice. I'll do it myself. You're not Lemmy, Pete. Pete, the tour manager, just put ice in my glass. Uh, and the last guy that did that was Lemmy when we were in a limousine going to a radio interview. And he said, would you like some ice in your glass? And I said, sure. And he had this filthy hand with all this grease and dirt on it. And he pulled the ice and threw it. And I said, well, maybe the straight Jack Daniels will kill any of the germs on the ice. I think uh, having a cold of the ice, it might have killed the bacteria. <laughs> you know, let's, let's hope so. But so we did the best slash worst WrestleMania preview. Yes. And it's one of my highest rated shows. So That's nonstop, people have been asking. No one's been asking. Uh, when are you going to have another preview of uh, of a pay-per-view? And here we are in Belgium. I'm not even sure exactly where in Belgium. We are in a, a town called Kortrijk. Kortrijk. Okay. Kortrijk. Kortrijk, Belgium. 
and we are playing a festival tomorrow where we start on stage at 10:45 a.m. Mm. a.m. So we could uh, uh, continue in the uh, fine tradition of Lemmy and just stay up all night. Um, but we're not going to do that. We're professionals. No, we just stay up most of the night. Most of the night talking about SummerSlam. Yes. Which is a huge pay-per-view that's been brewing for a long time. And uh, we are going to give you guys the best slash worst preview. Now, I have to say this with a caveat. Uh, it's Friday, August 10th. Yes. So we have not seen Raw or SmackDown yet. Not for the past... Well, well, no, no, no. We, we've seen them all. Uh, we've seen nothing. We've been on tour. But what I'm saying is we haven't seen the Raw that's going to be on... No, like the go-home show. The 12th. Yeah. Because we don't have a time machine. The 13th. 13th. Whatever it is. Whatever. The Monday. On Monday, next Monday. Final, okay, final 10, Monday. 11, 13. So we're not, we haven't seen Raw on the 13th yet. Correct. Because we don't have a time machine. Uh, when you hear this, you meaning meaning the uh, the fine listeners of Talk is Jericho, you will have seen Raw and SmackDown. I thought you were going to say they will have a time machine. What, they might as well. They might. They're very clever people. And also, Jack, you have to shave the back of my neck too. Sure. No, I can just give me, so. the, give me the razor. Thanks. And yeah. then, yeah. Please. Nope. Jack does this for some of the guys in my band, and I kind of forgot about that. I was going to say it earlier. That's all right. So uh, if any matches get added to SummerSlam that, that we have omitted, it's because they haven't been made as of Friday night, August 10th. Correct. But basically, it doesn't really matter because I'm looking at the card that we pulled uh, from WrestlingObserver.com. Shout out to them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven matches. That's a pretty stacked card. That's a very. That's too many matches. Uh, first and foremost, too many to cooks. That's too many cooks in the kitchen uh, with, with wrestling each other, mm. which is not good. No. But um, before we get into the analysis, the wrestling expert cooks. analysis from two guys who have not seen Raw or SmackDown for the past month. Probably, yeah, probably about a month. Yeah. Maybe more, <laughs> which is half the genius of it. That's great. Um, you had a couple incidences of things that happened to you today, Jack. Yes. And they always seem to happen to you. They do. Um, I think that's because I'm the scrawny one of, of the camp. And people don't think that you're going to bite back. No. And then they right. realize, oh, you know, this guy. I've seen you pull knives on people, Jack. Yes, that did happen in Italy, but it's only because he threatened to kill me. So I wasn't yeah. allowing that to happen. I'm not dying on that day. I'm still alive. I'm still here. You're still here. Do you know that I've been dead three times on Wikipedia? I uh, do now. That's true. Yeah, wow. Three separate times someone has said, Chris Jericho, born uh, November 9th, 1970, mm. died... Uh, April 25th, 2012. What was the cause? I'm not sure what the cause was, but on that day, yeah, I was extra careful. Nice. Who would do that? If people if you're if you're doctoring Wikipedia pages to put someone's death date on it, don't do that. We don't need that out in the universe. It's not I mean, for one, you know, my job is to make sure you don't die. <laughs> it even says that in your Instagram. That's profile. right. <laughs> it's true. It does. What? Scrappy, Scrappy Doo. Pete just pulled up a picture of Scrappy Doo. The Scrappy Doo is a little bit uh, more beefier than you are, Jack. Yeah, that's correct. So, so yeah, your your job is to make sure I don't die. Yeah. I don't want you to die either, but you do get in uh, these predicaments. Yeah, I just don't like it when people insult People. So tell us what happened today at the uh, Brussels airport. <laughs> so, so we land. We're waiting for our shuttle to the hotel. We think, hey, let's just get some food while we're here because it's, it's late. Mm. We're not going to get to the hotel in time. We're the longest day ever. Oh, it was a long day yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, so we we we, uh, we we stop off at a fast food joint um, and find out it's cash only. So I have to then leave again to get cash, and I then walk back in and this guy stops me and says you, you, you know you can't order food and I was like no I've, I've literally just left to get cash I'm eating some food yeah. um, and then 
uh, I think because I, you know, maybe cursed a few times, his buddy came over. Pete's nodding. You know, his buddy Pete's came over. Pete's our tour manager who's also in the room. Say hi, Pete. Hello. He's also from England. He is. He is. So he we're is. all members of the Commonwealth here. So Pete. Uh, so okay. Pete, um, what did I just say about Pete? That he was uh, saying to you. To- oh, yeah. No, so we, I, I was, you know, cursing to you, as you, you know, remember. So then this guy, the, the, I believe it's the manager's, uh, the, the, the manager's buddy came over and starts swearing at me, just cussing me out in French. The thing is, I actually understand some French. So then I yell back to him, hey, man, I understand French, you idiot. So then he, you know, says something else to me and walks away. So then I ask him uh, very impolitely to... Um, to well, say it in French. What did you say? I say, sous ma bite. Sous? Sous ma bite. Okay, so anybody that's from uh, France or uh, French Canada, sous ma bite. We're not going to tell you what that means, but it involves uh, using your mouth in a lower abdominal area. The lower abdominal area. That's a very uh, Gorilla Monsoon. um, I think it's actually from an Anthrax song. Oh, is it? uh, I'm the man. Gorilla Monsoon was in Anthrax? Yeah, he actually was for a short period of time. He was the singer between uh, John Bush and Joey Belladonna. uh, (laughs) I'm the man, Jesse. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> There's nowhere to go from there. No. So, uh, so Jack basically he was cuss- cussing you out in French, and you understand French uh, enough to to know that he was severely cussing me out. And then when I said that, he then just stormed out of the restaurant. The two other buddies of his, the manager and whoever else was serving, just thought it was hilarious. And then they gave me um, five burgers for five bucks. And why did they do that? Well, mainly because Pete then goes, okay, what deal can you do for this fine gentleman? And I was oh, very polite. Oh, because they, they admitted they were in the wrong in insulting him? No, I think they just thought it was amazing. No, he was. Uh, he just wanted some uh, food and it was the end of the night. So I was like, you got to hook my boy up. Oh, so you, you took like all the rest of the burgers that hadn't been sold yet. Well, pretty much. But then also, uh, you know, I, I gave the guy a high five and he then picked you know another one up and put it in my bag. Wait, uh, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. You gave him a high sank. A high sank. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Um, was, so, yes, so, so you did come back from uh, with a giant bag of burgers, which was amazing. But there was another story you're going to tell too. What was the other one? So the other one is when we got to the hotel... Oh yeah! Right. Okay. So, so we've been having. Let me preface this. We've okay. been having. We've been on this tour for three weeks, and um, for people that are listening that do not live in Europe, mm. it's amazing the lack of air conditioning in the hotels that we've been in. We've been in a lot of countries: Italy, Germany. Italy was so hot. Italy was oh so hot, and Germany was so hot. Like, yeah, Italy did have. Italy did have AC, admittedly. Yeah, it, it did, but it was still very hot. Well, the club didn't. The hotel did, but the club did not. Oh, but, but but like the hotel that we had in Hamburg had no AC. The hotel that we had in uh, the the Jeff Tate Festival, whatever that was called, Jeff Tate, who's banned uh, from Talk Is Jericho, <laughs> by the way, and we'll leave it at that. Right. Um. Uh. But it seems like everywhere we go, and last night even we were in uh, uh Spain. Two nights we stayed in Spain, and we were texting each oh, yeah, other. That's right. Yeah. On the group text, pictures of each other's thermostat. Yes. So you could see like, hey, I'm at 24 degrees. Who got the lowest? Do you remember? I think it was you at 23. I got to to 21 at one point. 21. And so uh, to to transpose that, that's about 70 degrees, I'd say. Something around Mine at one point was 88 degrees Fahrenheit. What is... It was those guys in the hallway screaming and yelling. If they keep it up, we're going to have to go outside and yell at them. Well, no, I mean... Just let me add them. Oh, <laughs> Keep your knife in your pocket. Well, and don't curse them out in, in France and tell them to lick your lower abdominal love pump. ball bang. <laughs> lick my love pump. <laughs> so, so yeah, we had problems with the with the the, the, the air conditioning uh, all across Europe. So we finally get to Belgium. We're in where we got Coltrot. 
Kotrick. Kotrick. Very nice hotel. We get inside the room, and lo and behold, the AC works. My room right now, very comfortable. This is great. Yeah. It's a little chilly. Yeah. Very nice. I like your headboard. The headboard is nice. There's a nice. There's a, there's a, it's a nice place. Very kind of uh, avant garde. There's pictures yeah. on the wall. All this sort of thing. So everybody is texting each other. My AC works. My AC works. My AC works. And then one sad sack. Me. Jack Slade. Yeah. What happened? Well, um, so I'm I, uh, I I press a button on the AC and I realize oh there's a draft now. Trouble is it's my window. So the AC is not working. There's nothing on the unit at all. It's just dead. So then I call the re- the, uh, the the reception. The guy picks up, and uh, he is basically a cross of Basil Fawlty and Manuel from Fawlty Towers. <laughs> He's like I mean, a total combination of the two. Oh, completely. Complete with a shirt and bow tie and everything. <laughs> and, the, and the mustache. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then um, I phoned him up, and I was like, hello. Because uh, I was already getting a bit mad at him because he was trying to check if there was a package for me, but then he didn't even ask my name, and he was like, "Is there a package?" And I was like, "My name is Slade," and he was like, uh, "Is it a package for Drake?" I was like, "No, Slade," and he just, I was getting really wound up. Anyway, so I had to go, "Hello, sir," because he knew it was me. "Hello, sir." I was just, "Am I being silly? I can't work my AC." And he goes, "Okay, I'm coming right up," and he sprints to the door. Like I can hear the footsteps. Like I can hear the footsteps outside, and all of a sudden he goes like, "Hello!" And I was like, "Okay, open the door." And he's like sweating profusely. He sprinted up, and I'm like, Look, "I don't know. I, I I must be being stupid. I cannot work this AC." And he's pressing all these buttons, and he's taking the batteries out and putting them back. And he goes, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know." I, he's taking the batteries out of the thermostat. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, when I went and asked him, "Which way is the bar to come meet you?" He's like, "The bar is this way." He's like, "He's so Manuel." <laughs> it's like, it's I'm ridiculous. From, I'm from. I'm from Barcelona. I, I, I speak, I speak English well. I learned it from a book. <laughs> from a book. I learned it from a book. So, uh, so then he's now, now he's like, okay, the problem is, there's a festival. I was like, I know, we're playing the festival tomorrow. I, you know, we leave at 8 a.m. And I go, okay, I'll see if there's another room for you. And, and, and I go, hey, um, do you want me to come down with you? I can help you because I'm trying to be as polite as possible. And he goes, uh, no. And then just sprints away down the hall and I never see him again. <laughs> Now, if anybody's seen Faulty Towers, he literally looks like if you took the fly, uh, uh, the the transformation thing that Jeff Goldblum was in in the movie The Fly. That's right. And if you put Basil Faulty uh, and John Cleese, uh, John Cleese is Basil Faulty, and uh, uh, Andrew Sachs, who's yeah. Manuel, who's passed away. And if you put them in the in the Transformer, and if he came out of the Transformer as a combination of these two, he's got kind of a long face like John Cleese, but it's kind of a little bit shorter. There's a mustache. Same it's facial, a receding yeah. hairline with a comb over like Manuel had. It's he, beautiful. If you took a John Cleese picture and an Andrew Sachs picture and did one of those like uh, amalgamation, you know, if we had a baby uh, app, it would look like this guy. I mean, to a T. Yeah. To a T. So anyway, end of the story. Um, I was like, right, you know what? I'll just I'll just crack the door, put my case in the door, and then I'll keep the window open. I'll get a draft. I'll be fine. I don't care anymore. Right. So I phone up, and I hear a phone ring outside my door. And then he picks up. <laughs> so he's now been standing outside my room for God knows how long. And he goes, says something in, in, in whatever in language he's speaking Belgium. Maybe pretty, you know. Flemish, German, Fre- uh, French is the language. Correct. It definitely wasn't Belgium. French. But so you don't know it. Roll the dice. Exactly. So right. then he says something and he's, he's outside my door. And I don't know how long he's been there for. So I was like, oh, you like. I can hear you outside. Hang on a minute. So I hang up and open the door and he's there with the phone still to his ear. <laughs> and I've already hung up. And then I go, hey, look, it, don't worry about it. And then as I'm saying, don't worry about it, he literally picks up 
a key out of his pocket and does this like straight into my face. He's pushing in your face. He's pushing in my face. He goes, I have a room for you. I was like, oh, thank you very much. So he picks up my... my, uh, my I have a room for you. For you. <laughs> so then he picks up my pelly case and goes down the hall. And I'm like, all right, I better follow this guy. So I get my I get my suitcase, put my shirt on. Uh, I had to be on a room shirt. This was very warm. Yeah. So then I, I, I we, we go in the elevator. We, we, we go to this other room, which is down a bunch of stairs. Um... And uh, now it's a room with two. It's an L-shaped room. Hmm. It has two single beds, and now zero AC. There's not even a unit in the room. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm done now. You're done. I'm just. I just went to the bar. <laughs> and here we are. And by the way, I asked him for a Waldorf salad earlier. He said they're all out of Waldorfs. Uh, um, see, yeah. <laughs> that's some real uh, hey faulty tower. Hey oh, hey oh. We have a job to do, Jack. Uh, we are talking about the uh, SummerSlam preview. Uh, it's a very, very important show. It's the WWE's second biggest pay-per-view of the year. It's the biggest party of the summer. Do they still use that catchphrase? I think they still do. The biggest, biggest party, party of the summer. Of the summer. Yes. Um, besides the Fozzie show. Did correct. Very correct. And um, it's very funny. We're not going to get into it now. Save it for later. But the biggest party of the summer, second biggest pay-per-view of the year that's in August, is the exact same main event that was the main event of WrestleMania, which was also uh, the best worst preview that we did earlier. Did we get that prediction right? Probably not. Here's the thing. We've done zero research for this. Zero. I don't remember what we picked, what we didn't. I think we were one in 12, maybe. About that old. All I know is that we predicted. I think Matt half Hardy the matches the, weren't even the right matches. Something like that. I don't know. And yeah. let me just say this to all the people that are listening that enjoyed the best slash worst preview uh, featuring Jack Slade because you got a lot of steam off of that. I did actually. Yeah, yeah. I really did. We Thank re- you very much for uh, for the for the launch pad. We recorded a, um, <laughs> a WrestleMania review after the show. Oh my god! And we were so drunk oh. that when I listened to it back. The after three minutes, I went, we can't use this. And we got successively drunker. So I don't know how we could get even more drunk. Maybe one day I'll release the bonus because I still have it. I called it Drunkamania. Yeah. Maybe one day if you guys go at Talk is Jericho at I am Jack Slade at I am Chris Jericho. By the way, who was first? No, no, no. It's just I am Jericho for you. You were first. No, I am Chris. Is I am, oh, I am no, Jericho. I am Jericho. Is that my Twitter address? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was first and you... Well, because I am Jack Slade. You are. Um, maybe, let's ask this, but we'll take a poll. Maybe we'll release that as a special bonus episode. But you yeah. have to know, it's worse than any talking shop. It's oh, my God. Awful. No, it's, it's, it's I, awful. I haven't even heard it, but I, I vaguely remember. So I remember being doubled over on your bed and I'm still kind of talking. Like I, I don't yeah. remember anything about the whole evening, to be honest with I, you. <laughs> and the bus was driving. It was loud. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. So, um... So we have a responsibility here to deliver fine journalism. Now, we've seen no buildup. I've read the reports online. I've read a few. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I will say this. Jack is wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I am actually, yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Bullet Club. Shout out to Pro Wrestling Tees. Yep. Ryan Barkin, who gave you that shirt. I really appreciate it. And we have an episode with Ryan that's going to come out right around the all-in time because he's very involved. Which is a very good one. Very good one. And you're also wearing uh, a black craft cult hat yes and they have their first show coming up and they that's do. our bro bobby shabinsky so shout outs to the brothers uh and we're now going to delve into the SummerSlam preview as far as we know <clears throat> the 11 matches or 12 matches that we said one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven matches that have been, have been officially announced let us begin let us begin uh we're gonna assume 
and I never want to assume because it makes an ass out of Yumi. Uh, I'm not sure who Yumi is, but I've heard uh, good things about him or her. called Yumi at six. Maybe. Oh, nice. See? Never uh, never assume because it makes an ass out of Yumi at six. Is that right, Pete? False. All right. They were higher on the bill at download than we were last year, so they can... Take it up the ass. Yeah, as far as I'm let's do that. Um, so Take right off the bat, uh, we don't know for sure if this will be on the pre-show, but it's the first match listed on this slate. Not slate. That's you. Slate uh. is this. Uh, WWE Cruiserweight Champion Cedric Alexander, who's a tremendous worker, yeah. defending against Drew Gulak, who's one of my favorite performers in 205 Live. I agree. Uh, and do you want me to predict the winner? No, or well, not, you we... just you can't just jump into it. Well, I mean, you got you got to lubricate it first. Well, I mean, sh- you were too busy pouring a drink ski. Um, <laughs> so I like Drew Gulak because I like the PowerPoint presentations that he was doing. Exactly. Um, he was kind of saying that you, you know, he was trying to ban high flying, uh, trying to ban like hot moves from the cruiserweight division, and he's one of the few cruiserweight guys. Uh, that has a, a personality that they've developed in a character. That's right. And as we know, Jack, uh, weren't you training to wrestle at some point? I uh, know that that's still going to happen. The only reason I haven't is because I've been on tour with you. Okay, so as uh, that is happening, though, I've wrestled a few times. You have you? Will yes. I never times. knew this. Uh, Pinocchio, uh, uh, Alberta. Wow, is my first match. I wrestled mm-hmm. there. Maybe you might have heard of it. Yeah, always. Um, but I like the characters. You need characters in wrestling. Listen, I'm going to go on record here. Uh oh, Jericho uh, sp- spews the truth. Guess what, guys? Great matches don't matter. <gasps> Here's the secret of wrestling: personalities and character. Correct. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. And you can flame me if you want. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about, and I'm smarter than you, uh, John Q. Wrestling fan in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. How do you think I get over? How do you get over? Well, Personality. Be able to be sure as hell confused. Hey, if Spud, what's his name? Spud Rock. Rockstar Spud. Well, no, what, uh, Drake Maverick. Now, come on. He's half the size of you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. And not as charming or as dashing. And listen, I love Drake Maverick. I no, he's great. He, uh, very, 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 very tanned. Is he it, tanned? Fakely, I falsely mm. should I say? I think at least I'm, you know, legitimately pale. Isn't it weird how the guys are orange on the show? You're pale, but so is Paige. I know that you have a real appreciation for Paige. I, Paige is a lovely girl. Do you remember when we were in the uh, bar that one night with your dad when he's passed out I standing do. up? Yeah, I do remember this. Let me refresh you guys. Uh, Jack Slade's dad is Chris Slade, drummer of AC. My name is Chris Slade, the drummer of ACDC and Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he was passed out standing up. Your, your, uh, is it your stepbrother? Yes. Looks like Phil Collins. James Cornford. Very from, good guitarist. Shout out to James Cornford. Looks like Phil Collins in the Sasudio area with yes, a long right. <laughs> And uh, Steve Linsky. Who, shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. Good dude. I love uh, Steve. And Paige was hanging out in the back and you wanted to meet her. I took her over to meet you. Who was she sitting with? <sighs> Are we allowed to say is how, how, how could, wait, who, who, who? Well, she was sitting with somebody that she used to date that caused a big controversy. Yeah, I was going to say, can we say the that name? That might have been the first time we saw it. El Patron, shall we say? We could say it. Okay. And if we can't say it, We'll, we'll just edit Del it Del Rio. But she was hanging out with him. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, yeah, we didn't know, did we? We didn't. No we one knew. No idea. No one knew. But she's very pale, as are you. So there's a little kindred, pale, pale. Both strength. English, both pale, except I'm a male. Yes. And, and both famous fathers. Correct. Uh, I'm not quite as Are good. you an only child? No, I have a half-brother and half-sister. 
Callum McCarris, oh, hello. Have all these, oh, oh, we're just throwing the shout out. Pete, any shout, shout out to Olga. Hey, what's up, Olga? Yeah, shout out to Olga. Popping. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> all right. So um, uh, Paige did, did not make the 205 live match. Drake Maverick did. Yes. Cedric Alexander defending against Drew Gulak. Jack Slade, who's going to win? Gulak. Wow. Done. Why do you say that? I just think, that why would they be building up his character that much if they weren't going to actually try and it's push It's been a year, though. I know, but the thing is, is that they've been giving Cedric the wins and and the belt before mm-hmm. why would they not do something neat and uh, cedric's is a, a fine worker but oh once no again, it's nothing against no, him no. or anything <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to win someone's gonna lose we're not bearing anybody but drew gulak i think still is the best character in the cruiserweight division yes right. i i completely agree with you yes completely agree okay with you. so that's uh we should have listened actually we shouldn't have because it was way too long if anybody's paying attention at home somebody listen somebody please go back and listen to the best slash worst wrestlemania preview now and there's so many amazing fans i know you'll go listen to it it's a great podcast and keep track of how many uh uh win win and loss predictions we got correct and then we can compare them to SummerSlam. I just so, want to say as well that I actually made notes for the WrestleMania one. This time, got, we're, we're, free, we're, we're, we're free falling, man. We're like Tom Petty right now. Yeah. Free falling. Breaking my um, uh, so, so let us know how we did last time. Text me or uh, tweet me at Talk is Jericho, and then we can compare this one. So we're going SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The Bludgeon Brothers defend against the New Day. I will say this, Jack. I saw the match this week with the New Day versus the Bar. Uh, great match featuring uh, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, also known as the Bar. What's Cesaro's other name? Oh, the Thwith Thibog. I can get my T-shirt. It's you haven't worn it this tour. I know this tour. You should wear a Thwith Thibog shirt, and I'll send it to Cesaro. Okay, do it. <laughs> but it was a great match. It was like a 25-minute match. Uh, I watched it on recommendation of my good friend Spiwi. Um, and uh, I thought the... Uh, it's one of those things. Listen, okay, we understand the concept of how the WWE works. Good guys and bad guys. So if the Bludgeon Brothers uh, are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, then uh, ipso facto, they have to face good guys yeah but if we were going to let's say new japan or if i was booking a show myself at black crack black Black crack records black crack records black craft wrestling if i was booking the show i would want to see the bludgeon brothers versus the bar Hmm. because they would beat the shit out of each other right all of them of course uh i love the bludgeon brothers here's the funny story Okay. okay. Funny story with the Bludgeon Brothers. Sure. Twofold. Me. There's two guys in the Bludgeon Brothers, right? Oh my God. A, a, you mean a tag team? A tag team. A, t- a two man tag who team. Who are the two guys in it? Uh, Harper and Rowan. Okay. So Harper, mm. uh, I worked with him pretty much the entire stint in 2015. Right. I came back to the WWE and only worked house shows. I remember that. And P.S. Michael Hayes went, You can't just work house shows. And I asked Vince, and Vince goes, You can just work house shows, whatever you want to do. And most of the time, they just gave me. Luke Harper. Sure. What a tremendous worker. He's great. Great worker. Yeah. I can't say enough. Uh, uh, Rowan, mm. kind of a strange cat. Don't know much about him. Do you know? But check this out. Uh, Two things. One. Beard. Uh, long beard. Yep. Uh, back in about 2011, my pastor, Pastor Chris, called me and said, uh, we want to do some videos to promote the church. We've got some ideas. Um, we want you to do some wrestling themed kind of promos for the church. We've got a guy who's in the business right? that we can work with. And listen, I, whatever I, you know me, I don't do wrestling 
stuff, but I came up with some cool stuff. Sure. And it was basically, I don't remember what the, the theme of it was, but it was with this guy, a big tall guy from Minnesota with a giant red beard who had just signed in developmental in WWE. It was Rowan. Oh. So there's some church videos from uh, Grace Family Church. What did they include? Like chair shots? There was like, a chair shot. For Jesus? The chair shot for Jesus. There wow. was. I, I'm not, I don't remember a thing about it, but I'm, let's just transpose it. I was uh, an angel. And Rowan was a demon, and I hit him with the chair shot of God, and he was vanquished uh, forever. When you say transpose, like, that's that's just what happened. It's a fancy word. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm making it up because I don't know for sure what happened. I don't remember. I and, would pay to watch. Well, maybe not pay because I'd ask you to send it to me, but I would pay you my mind. Pay you? I pay my mind? Is that a to what to see it? Sure, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. If it's not, anybody who goes to Grace Family Church, go through the archives and find this. Second of all, this is even better. Okay. We just did a bunch of uh, uh, festivals, and it's where our bus broke down in a cornfield. Jack was not on it. I was not on that. You guys are English. Uh, Sam was there. So the second- Sam is not here right now. He's not here right now. He's with us. He's our front of house guy. He is with us. And he's our tour manager in the States. Um, Lovely guy. Lovely guy. So we had a a festival in Cadott, Wisconsin. And if you guys listened last week, Dee Snyder, for the love of Dee Snyder on Talk is Jericho, great interview. Go back and listen to it. One of my favorite guests. He's such a great guy. So I was on the side of the stage watching Dee's performance because they let me introduce him. And when I say they let me, to me, it was like, oh my God, I get to introduce D. Snyder. Ah, oh, and I, I blew my intro. I had like I was so nervous. I'm never nervous. I was nervous, D. Snyder. So I'm standing on the side of the stage and I look out in the crowd and Rowan, aka Big Red, because he's about nine feet tall and he's about five hundred pounds and his beard goes down to his wiener, was standing in the crowd because oh, he lives near there. Really? And I saw him and I looked at him and went, and I pointed like, hey man. And I said, seven o'clock. I held up a fire. Why are you holding up two fingers? Well, because I got a microphone. Oh. Okay. That's uh, that's seven there. Yep. That's good. I held up seven. And I said, seven o'clock. And I pointed to, we were on the other stage. Yeah. Over there. And he went, yeah, I'll be there. And I was like, my point was, I'll meet you back there and let's hang out. So... Three hours later, sure. we're playing our set, and it was a crazy set. This place was jam-packed. It was awesome. Not just patting myself on the back, a.k.a. Barry Horowitz. They said it was the most people ever at the other stage for this festival. And I see Rowan in the crowd again. Okay. But he never came back, tried to come say hi. Like, the guy could just go, hey, I know Chris Jericho. I'm a wrestler. And you'd go, uh, yes, he's the big." So I waved at him at D. Gave him the seven, saw him in the crowd during our set, and never saw him again. Have you seen him since? No. And that's what I'm saying. He's a very strange guy. You will see him at SummerSlam. Versus the New Day, Jack. I'll, I'll do first. New, uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day, Tag Team Champions. I'm going to say the Bludgeon Brothers should keep it. <sighs> okay. I see the Bludgeon Brothers win and keep the titles. Now, I remember saying this uh, pretty much actually before every prediction in the last one. Here's the interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's the best, here's the interesting thing. We're 30 minutes in and we're in the second match. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just I just feel for some reason I just feel for some reason it's gonna go back to New Day. Okay. I just because they're selling a lot of merch. Yeah, and plus also the fact that um uh they just did that 
Well, I mean, I, 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 maybe it's because I'm a gamer as well, but I just saw the whole thing with oh, New yeah, Day yeah, plus yeah. Kenny and Young Versus Bucks. the Young Bucks, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I just, they're, well, Woods is a huge gamer. Oh, absolutely. And so are you. I am a massive gamer. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, are I, you going to try and challenge Kenny Omega for the uh, Kenny Omega Classic on the Jericho Cruise? You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually just texted my roommate back home. He's a big Street Fighter guy. Street Fighter Five. Right. So this I is kind like, of uh, 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 secret stuff. Secret but stuff. But we may or may may not have a video game tournament on the cruise the kenny omega invitational yeah where uh people sign up and play street fighter 5 and the winner of this tournament faces kenny omega or the loser faces me but you know wow. it, well because i might lose that's all i'm saying um no, <laughs> no literally i texted my roommate you're going saying, to the cruise right i'm, I'm, I think oh, I'm hiring I'm, you yeah no I'm, I'm working with you on that one yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely um no so I, I texted my roommate saying teach me train me on street fighter so I can beat Kenny Omega. That's genuinely the text I just That would be it. awesome. Jack Slade beats Kenny Omega. Can you imagine? Oh, dude, that'd be so great. That'd be great. Because Kenny is like, yeah, Kenny flips out and gives you a V trigger over the edge of the boat. I'll sell it. I'd jump in and save you. Well, I'll no sell it then. Can I tell you something? There was an extreme wrestler. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. One of the, well, I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. That texted me and said, I want to come on your cruise. Right. I want to have a match where the loser has to jump off the boat. And I'll win, but jump off the boat anyways. If you, if you think it, some weird computer noise just happened. If you think Kenny, if you think Kenny's here, if you think you knew who that was, text me at Talk Is Jericho. The person that said I will win the match, but still jump off the side of the boat. And I said, but, but, dude, but who would he, who who would he face? Whatever. He just wants to jump off the side of the boat. I said, dude, you can't jump off the side. Of it. It's like a hundred foot drop. You're gonna when you hit that water, you're gonna explode, and then you're gonna drown. I'm trying to think who this could be. Well, you know, uh, I'll I'll tell you later. Well, yeah, I but want to say I want people to guess, um, and that's what we're thinking about right now. So, anyways, uh, Jack Slade versus Kenny Omega finals for the Kenny Omega rotation. Uh, oh, there's no way I'm getting to the finals, but now yeah. uh, we move on to Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Now, here's the interesting thing: Finn Balor from Ireland, Baron Correct. Corbin from. Uh, Freaking, I don't know, Oklahoma. Finn Balor also used to train in the NWA Hammerlock in Sittingbourne, Kent, which is where I was going to train when I was 15, but I forgot to turn up to the first training and I was too ashamed to turn up again. <laughs> That's a genuine story. <laughs> Jack, are you like one of those strippers that you see at the 4, 4 p.m. shift where you're like, have you never looked in the mirror? Do you really think you can make money at this? Do I think I can make money? No. As a wrestler? Absolutely not. You know what? Now you've got some steam. You might be able to do it. You could be a draw. I could be a draw. You could be for well, progress on a, on a chalkboard for progress. <laughs> isn't that isn't that an English wrestling company? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could be a draw. We just draw a stick figure on the chalkboard, and when, it's you. When anatomically correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just pull a bit of cracks. So, All right, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so I, I, I just straight away, I don't see why it would go anywhere. Uh, why it would go any other way apart <laughs> from having Finn Balor win. Okay, well, so you know Baron Corbin is the constable of SmackDown, I, well, which is yeah. such like I'm almost wondering if Vince was watching like Dudley Do Right cartoons from like the 50s. A constable is a very strange terminology. Or was he what, was he listening to Murders in the Room Org by Iron Maiden? I can say definitely that he wasn't. Right, but a constable is either a French uh, France uh, name French for, France a French France Good. name for a policeman or uh, a Canadian 
version of the RCMP, which is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in Canada, who are kind of like, they're not cops, but like in the outposts, they are. Well, we, and they'd be the called UK, constable. In the UK, we have, you know, like PC blah, blah, which is police constable. PC blah, blah? Well, I mean, it's not is that real- like Radio Gaga. All we hear is PC blah, blah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, anyway, it's just, yeah, so it's, you know, police constable um, blah, blah. <laughs> So, okay, so it is a thing. It's a thing. Can I tell you that when I lived in Okotoks, Canada, uh, That's outside a real of Calgary, place? Okotoks, yeah, outside of Calgary, lived there for four years. Wow. I was accosted by a constable mm. called Dan Powers. He was a French guy, and he hated me. PC Powers. PC Powers, and he used to track me down. He's one of those guys like you see in the movies where like he would pull me over because I had this green '76 Valari, and he would like, pull me over, and then as he's walking to the front, smash my taillight in with like a a billy club. Oh, one of those. And he spoke. He was a French guy. Hey, your 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 taillight is out. It wasn't before. You hit it with that billy club. Oh, you think I hit it with the billy club? You're going to jail. So there's a big long thing with uh, Constable Powers. We're not going to get into it now, but is he, he like he was a constable. He's PCO Pierre Carlole. What's the deal with that guy? Is that you know, he's had a resurgence right now in the Indies? Oh, hold on a second. PCO. Yeah, he's a fan of Pierre Carlet. Carlole. No, 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 no. It's like PCO is Pierre Carlole. Okay, hold on a second. PCO Pierre is Carlo- Pierre Carlwellet. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. The cat from like the Mounties or whatever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How old is he? Like 50s. He's everywhere now. He's He's like one of the hot names of the scene. He's had a huge resurgence. How did he do it? He's had some um, pretty ridiculous promos on Instagram that have just gone viral. Good for him. I did not know that. I thought that he was. I didn't. I didn't even know what PCO meant. Right. PCO is Pierre Carlolet. Yeah. The real guy. Yeah. It's not like it's not like the fake ultimate word. This is the real right. No, no. I, I had to look it on myself. Wow. Yeah. PCO, if you're listening to this, I want you on my podcast. I'm, you that just would got be some stories, Holy, man. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, there was always the rumor that DX said, "I want you to starve him out of the company." It, I've read a few things about that. Wow. PCO is wow. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's 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 all over the Indies. So right PCO now. is in this match, or what's going on? Well, how did I get to PCO? I don't know. We're still done with Finn Balor versus. Listen, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, props to PCO, thumbs up. But we're going back to Constable Shall Corbin. We? Yes, let's do that versus Finn Balor. Now let me ask you a question, Jack. Mm-hmm. What happened to the demon Finn Balor? I don't know. Maybe because he realized I stole his face paint for an old band I was in. I don't know. Because I wish he would bring that back. <laughs> it always relates back to you. Yes. Vince must not like it. But I don't know. But he used it in Once a or couple twice. of pay-per-views. I don't know. I know since he was brought up to the main roster, maybe it was less frequent than NXT, but he still used it. So you're it. saying Finn Balor. Okay, I'm going to say Finn Balor is going to win this too. Right. I think there if you you're looking at the upsides of both... Corbin, big guy. He's the constable. Heels never need to win. No. Finn Balor needs to win. I, I, I agree. He looks like a million bucks. Great shape. Huge fan of Y2J. They, they Took won. a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower with a Y2J shirt I when he was a kid. Picture. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's give it to him. Finn Balor. I hope you guys are keeping track at home. Here, Oh, this is a big one. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. We've only got eight matches left. All now, right. Braun Strowman. Versus Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. If Owens wins, he gets Strowman's Money in the Bank briefcase. Wow, I, this is this is big. This is very big. big. And they don't throw around those um, uh, uh, stipulations. No, unless something is going to happen. There's a story there. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, you go first because okay, yeah. so this this is the the genius of Vince McMahon, and people that don't know, oh, Vince McMahon, he's old guy. And then, listen, 
Vince cares about the main events, just like Vince Sr. The, here's something for you guys to listen to. The WWE is a main event company. And what that means is that the majority of Vince's brain power, just like his dad before him and his grandfather before that, is based on the main event because the main event is the money match. So whatever Vince's plan has been, people oh, you should turn Reigns heel and blah, 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 blah. He's got an idea and a plan. Like he should have won at WrestleMania or the greatest all Stop. So I think that Vince, if, I don't know, but for me, okay, so it's Reigns, Lesnar, who's the basically only viable challenger for those guys, it's, it's Strowman. Yes, agreed. So there's something that he thought of. We're like, okay, we're going to do Lesnar and Reigns again. We're going to do A, B, Z, D, and C. Uh, and then we're going to have Strowman, who has something happen that prevents him or enables him to cash in the briefcase and win the title. So I would think that this is something Michael Hayes told me years ago. Don't think just because you won a match that you're over. Right. Are you getting a push? Right. It's not the thing case. I think, because I don't know what Vince is thinking, but I'm going to say Kevin Owens is going to win that match by DQ or something, and Strowman will lose the briefcase, which will then factor into whatever happens in the main event of Lesnar and Reigns. I was about to say a okay. pretty similar thing. I was going to say that, you know, Strowman would, because the thing is as well, Strowman's become more of a face lately. A big time. You know, which is fine. What's to hate about him? Exactly. He's a giant guy. He's a laid back dude. He's funny and he kicks ass. Yeah, completely. Yeah. You know, so, but I just wonder if they're going to maybe try and make him a bit more, bit more uh, heelish and do something in the main event because he loses this match. Because I also think the same thing. I wow. think Owens is gonna is gonna get a briefcase. I think then Stroma will come out in the main event and something. If they're not, well, we'll get to this. But with you know, if they're not doing a whole Heyman right, right. thing, you know. So what if what if Ro- Reigns wins, and Strowman comes down and just destroys Reigns well, after? Th- exactly. But then he hasn't got the briefcase, so that just has he to can't pro- cash in, right? But he can still beat the shit out of him. It still sets up a program. Mm, there's something there. Yeah. And also gives Owens bragging rights as the guy who now is the case that can then cash it in on Reigns at any time. And and the thing is as well, even if he is one of the ones that doesn't actually succeed, he still has He's still the, got the option. Exactly. And you have a whole year to like, is he or, or is yeah. he not? Do you know who invented the Money in the Bank briefcase match, um, Jack? Never heard of the guy. Yeah, me. Yeah. Right there, Chris Jericho. There and Brian Gewertz, well, as Steve Austin say. Hey, well, Brian Gewertz. Gewertz. Brian Gewertz and Chris Jericho invented the Money in the Bank briefcase match. And uh, Vince's only su- uh, suggestion to it was that it has to be a briefcase. My idea was that it, was, it would be a, a contract where you would get a title match on Raw mm-hmm. the next night. Gewertz, mm-hmm. uh, his, his suggestion was it would last for a whole year. And Vince's suggestion was, I love it, but it has to be in a briefcase. So what was it going to, was it going to be just like a clipboard before or was it going to just, just like, be like a piece of paper hanging? Just a piece like, of paper? I'm not that much of a visionary. Was I just Judy, come up with the ideas, let, let the roadies figure out the... Was it going to be like Judy Bagwell holding it on a, uh, on a pole or something? Judy, Judy Bagwell on a, on a, on a, what would you call that? Uh, uh, on a string? Judy, Judy Bagwell on a string <laughs> Let's move on to my bro. Actually, both these guys are my bros. But uh, Shinsuke uh, Nakamura. I'm so looking forward to this Defending against Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. Good Lord. Jack, you start off. So the, I, I am actually really looking forward to this match. It, it, I, I thought Shinsuke was going to take the belt of Mania. 
I really thought he was going to. I it think seems I... strange that he didn't, but Vince is not ready to pull the pull the trigger. And that's fine. The fact that he has a title is is you know at least a promising it's the building sign. Block title. Yeah. Exactly. So Jeff is hugely over. He doesn't need a title. Never fact, has. Yeah, exactly. He Jeff's never... got the X factor. Yes, he really does. He really does. He he's, really does. he's one of the few guys in the business. And when we talked about earlier, it's about personality and connecting with the audience. He's got it. And if he didn't have it, then that interviewer at Wacken wouldn't have worn the Hardy Boys shirt. Wacken. Okay, so let's Sorry. go into this whole this little side thing. Uh, so we uh, we go to Wacken and our, our laughing, quote unquote record company, which we're not going to say the name of, <laughs> records, uh, sets us up with a press. And this is Vakken. It's the biggest festival in Europe. Oh, it's huge. I mean, the UK is download. Europe is Vakken. If you can get a gig at Vakken, it's huge. We played the side stage, quote unquote, and had 10,000 people there. It was it was a Pack. huge time. If you're on the main stage, there's 100,000 people. Yeah. Every press outlet is there. Did you hear about the pensioners that got the... Tell the story. Okay, so... Um, uh, Pensioners. Yeah, so apparently a couple of uh, old uh, gentlemen from... In the old folks' home. The old folks' home. They broke out of the old folks' home to attend Vakken. That's how big this festival is. And when they got uh, detained, when they got captured at 3 a.m., they didn't want to leave. Right. I mean, that's the way I would want to do that's it. That's me and you, Jack. Absolutely. Although, you, how old are you? 30. Oh my gosh! Well, so you're like two generations younger than me. Well, so you can roll my wheelchair out exactly because you'll be working for me then too. Yeah, to make sure, yeah, yeah. To make sure Chris Jericho's colostomy bag is always clean. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so it's what I do now so, anyway. Pretty much, right? <laughs> so we go to <laughs> we go to Vakken and we have a we have press. We have a great show. It was an awesome show. Yeah. And then I go to press. And there's two interviews. Two. An interview from uh, India. Mumbai, India. Mumbai. Which is fine gentleman. Yeah. But listen, I'm talking Metal Hammer's there. Uh, like it, 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 in, in, in Europe, magazines are king. There's a hundred of them. Yeah. We have no magazine interviews. We have one interview with uh, a couple casts from Mumbai for whatever it was. Yep. And then we have a dude that I can only describe as the perfect epitome of the Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google it now. Google the Chris Farley show and click on Paul McCartney. And Chris Farley goes, so it's Chris Farley show. I'm host Chris Farley. I got a Paul McCartney. And, uh, uh, God, stupid, stupid. Uh, uh, hey, Paul, remember when you were in the Beatles? Well, yes, Chris, I do. That was awesome. That gen, I mean, almost word for word happened. Is that that's what happened? Hey, Chris, do you remember when you were in the WWE? That was really cool. <laughs> that genuinely was, and I, I you know it's not a personal thing. He like, was hey, checking his notes and then saying, "Stupid, stupid." He was actually going, "Oh, he I'm sorry, oh, I'm so stupid." He wrote his notes. He looked. You you were waiting for the interview to start. He looked at his notes. He studied them. <laughs> I remember watching this. He studied the notes. He was like, "All right, I'm good." shuts the notebook, puts it on the table, then forgets everything he just looked at and he goes, stupid! And then just <laughs> He literally said stupid. I was like, dude, you're totally taking the piss out of me. This is like the Chris Farley It show. was like, yeah. I mean... Uh, 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 <laughs> it was so awkward. I kept looking at you, Jack. Going, I was looking at you and giving you the wide eye I know, like, but I was like, do I shut this up now? That's, that's, that's the cue. Listen, if I ever look at you and give you a wide eye double blink... No, but do you remember I was looking back at you saying, I don't know how I can stop this. Say, like, how we've, we've got to go. <laughs> we've, got, we've got to go to the other press tent that doesn't exist. Yeah. So anyways, thanks to 
Records. By the way, who's been bought by Sony Records? Sony Records, we love you, man. Our previous oh, Sony's killing. Yeah, Sony's amazing. But uh, anyways, <laughs> records go fuck your ass. Anyways, uh, Shinsuke versus Jeff. Um, what do you think? Jeff's got that. He's got that Kevorkia, man. Have you seen he, his Instagram videos where he he paints his eyes? So he I closes like one eye and paints an eyeball on it. And so his eyes are closed, but he's got dead, lifeless eyes. And then he opens his eyes, and he's got white contacts on. So it's dead. Li- so um, it's perfect. Well, I say perfect. It's it's not like Kurt Hennig, but I mean, it's it's like it's um it, you know, it's great for. I'm going Jeff Hardy. Is what I'm saying. Are you? Yeah, I'm going Shinsuke. Wow, why? I just think that they need to give Shinsuke something. Jeff does not need that belt. Okay. So uh, Shinsuke's thing is he's bagging guys. Right. I, I just think he has to stay a heel. Okay. Because it's it's working. In my opinion, it's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that he needs that to be able to build up to eventually getting back to AJ for the world title. Also, might be some issues with Jeff Hardy being hurt. I've heard some rumors too. I have not heard that. What because is, you haven't been paying attention. No, I have not. But that's what I heard. So okay, so that's good. I like when there's division. Cool. Okay. Good. Uh, we're gonna move on to Intercontinental Champion. Oh, this is a story. I got a, I got a scoop for you guys. Uh, Intercontinental Champion. I Dolph- know this scoop, and I'm I'm looking forward to you unleashing this. Well, I got to be careful though. Uh, uh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler defending against Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. Do you want to hear the scoop, Jack? Tell me the scoop, Chris. I call... Okay, so I don't know if you know this or not. Pete, okay. you know this? I work for New Japan Pro Wrestling right oh, now. Oh, what? What? And I am the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental Champion. I have polished your belt every day. You have, and polished my head. What? Yeah. Um, so I placed the call to a certain head of a certain wrestling company let's just leave it at that and said i've got something for you paul it's Heyman. boffo box office it's big time it was not paul Heyman. it was not paul Heyman because he does not own a company if it was 1995 i would have called him yes i said what do you think about first time ever intercontinental champion versus intercontinental champion jericho versus rollins What's the finish? Doesn't matter. Whoever Rollins' is next opponent is, who, who does the next opponent be? Just give me one. Anybody. Uh, 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 Dana Brooke. Okay, so Dana Brooke runs down, causes the DQ, beats the shit out of me. There's a, a stare down between. I just don't see that happening, but anyway, go well, ahead. It could happen, whatever. Yeah. Point being, like, the finish Stupid. doesn't matter. Why did I say that? It's getting people to buy it and get into it. I see title New Japan versus WWE, and you could make this happen. And it was some like, well, you would have to do it on TV. No, you would not. No, you wouldn't have to do anything. I would show up the Monday night before uh, SummerSlam, which so, is passed already. Monday, so you know it's not going to happen. Monday the thirteenth. Yes, because we get home. I could. I literally could. No, have, you could. You, I could. You could. I checked. Trust me. And the uh, show is like in Greenville, South Carolina or something. I could have been there. Oh, yeah. I could have been there at 4 p.m. Yeah. I could have ran through the crowd, attacked Seth Rollins, made the challenge, made the match. Jericho versus Rollins. Icy title versus Icy title. And uh, pitched it. Got a decent response. And never heard another word again. Was it better than... What did you take on the last show? Last show, I was supposed to be Shane McMahon's replacement. That was it, yes. It was going to be Daniel Bryan and Jericho versus Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania. Didn't work because Shane had a hernia and a busted ball bag and a popped eardrum and and food poisoning and diphtheria. Didn't Vince take you back just saying, okay, 
He never told me. Uh, and we talked about that. And so this was the same thing. Not saying that it was Vince or anybody else, but there was a very high Vince who? level executive. Uh, yeah, Vince. Uh, uh, oh, uh, you were texting Kevin Vince Dunn Vaughn. this time. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I have them both in my phone and I was texting the wrong guy. God, it happens all the time. Well, that happens in whatever. I know. I do it uh, all Vince the time. Vaughn and uh, Jimmy Vaughn, Steve Ray Vaughn's brother, yeah. was going to do the theme song for that. Neither one yes. worked out. So anyways... It's not Jericho versus Rollins, IC title versus IC title. No, this time. It's not this time, but it is Ziggler versus Rollins, Intercontinental Champion. Rollins is going to win it back. That's all I think about this. Uh, I think that Drew McIntyre is going to come down. He's going to get, uh, or maybe they'll add Drew McIntyre. Maybe it'll be a three-way. What do you think, Jack? Now, that, I didn't even think of that part, but the thing is, I also, the, the parallels between Ziggler and McIntyre right now, and it's become a meme on the internet, is, is the parallel between Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash when he was Diesel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, Explain. So, you had Shawn Michaels as the IC champion, you had Diesel as his bodyguard right. for, a, for a long time. Right. And it seems to be a similar sort of storyline. And it's the, the reason that there is a meme like that is that it doesn't, it's kind of it's it's the same sort of thing. I think yes, McIntyre will get involved. I think he will cost Ziggler the title, and I think Seth will win it. Hmm. Simple as that. Already, so the already dissension between Ziggler and McIntyre in the ranks. Not necessarily, but I think they will be from the match. I think I think it's hard. I have to be careful. I have to uh, tread softly. I think that Ziggler's been given a lot of chances in the WWE. He's done great. I yeah. think that maybe somebody doesn't. Um, see his full potential. So I think that by hook or by crook, Rollins will win. And rightfully so, because Rollins, in a lot of ways, is the most popular baby face on Raw right I now. completely agree. He yeah. he absolutely is the face of, yes. uh, of, of at least Monday Night Raw right now. Well, I, I think so. So I think we, we put the title back on him, and then you got two heels chasing him in Ziggler and uh, McIntyre. Yes. Let's move on to uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. It's a three-way, which still people are debating might be a four-way. So let's pretend that it is. Once again, we're recording this on uh, uh, August 10th. So the official uh, announcement is Carmella versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in a triple threat. Let's pretend that Asuka's in there as well. Let's say it's Charlotte versus Becky versus Carmella versus Asuka. And if it's not, it's a three-way. But we're going to go on the assumption that it might possibly be a four-way. And why not? Jack Slade. So... The only uh, we felt this the way at Mania. The only way, if Asuka is in the match, the only way is going to happen. Pete has barbecue sauce on his tracksuit. <laughs> tracksuit. Pete, let me just say this: you're wearing sweatpants. Yes. Not a lot of people wear sweatpants in 2018. Yes, well, it's a travel day, my friend. <laughs> you do have barbecue sauce or some kind of sauce all over your trousers. <laughs> well, this is a, uh, a car-related incident. Uh, where barbecue sauce ended up on my pants. <laughs> there you go. I wish I looked at that earlier, but I had to bring it up now. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you. Um, there's some. There's some substantial barbecue there's sauce. There's a lot of it's, sauce. It's on quite those. impressive. It's quite impressive. So if Oscar is in this match, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is going good. We're, we're doing much better this time than we did last time. Hey, we're going through things a bit much quicker. But we're doing really good too. We're, we're very smart, analytical. High five. Good stuff. Nice. We 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 just high sink high sank. <laughs> I sank each other. Okay, so uh, if Asuka's in the match, what's going to happen? If she's in the match, she has to win. 
She has to, because why would she lose at Mania after everything that they were well, built all that time? Eh, I don't want to say, but here's what I think. Okay. Here's where I think they're going. Okay. Um, we're in August. When is WrestleMania? April? Eh. Okay. <laughs> yes. The well, answer it's, Mar- it's, it's either March 30th or April. Okay. Blah, so, blah. All right, smarty pants. Um, I mean, I am English. August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. So it's about seven and a half months. Or yes. eight months, give or take. Oh, shit. Here's what, Okay, so Pete spilled barbecue sauce on him. Jack just spilled a whole gin and tonic on his Bullet Club shirt. Given to him for free by Ryan Barkin at Pro Wrestling Tees. Ryan, man, thank you very much for this, but it's got <laughs> gin all over And it. Jack's been wearing that for about three days in a row. Two days. but You were wearing that in Berlin. Yeah. No, no, no. I wore the, I wore the New Japan one in New Berlin. Oh. In, in New Berlin. <laughs> in New Berlin. New Berlin. <laughs> um, so my point is, here's what I think is going to happen. Can I be frank with you? I'm not talking about Fonsoray. Yep. Carmella needs to get rid of the title. Yeah. Charlotte will win, whether Asuka's in it or not, and they will start building to what I think they're going to do, the actual main event going on last at WrestleMania 33, 34, 712. WrestleMania 2019. They will do the main event of Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Do you think they're going to... Okay. Okay. This may be... A, maybe not a spoiler, but I mean, you know, we're obviously... It's, spoiler, it's not a spoiler because... No, no, it's not a spoiler. We don't neither know. Neither one of us knows what's going on. No. We but, barely I mean, know these no, Jesus, matches. We, I, I'm, we're, we're, I'm listening to you thinking what the matches are. Anyway. We're on the fly. Exactly. Um, Spanish Flea. Spanish Fly by Spanish Eddie Van Halen. Uh, or Van Halen get back also the move that uh, Will Ospreay cut his head open at New- anyway. Oh, right, right. Remember? Which I then called him and admonished him on that. Oh, yeah? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. I told him. People mm-hmm. were predicting he's going to be the next Dynamite Kid. I called him on the phone. I said, dude. That makes sense. You do not want to be the next Dynamite Kid. I said, I want you to be around when you're 47, just like me, kicking ass. Yeah. Stop doing stupid moves that don't mean anything. Right. No, I and I agree with that. As a and, fan, and I agree with that. So did he. And his match has been much cleaner. He, you still get Work hard. Work stiff. Work solid. Osprey go is crazy. So good. But don't take chances that's going to end your career for nothing. Because guess what? The, ne- the day Negro Casas taught me this. Mm-hmm. We had a big mistake in a match once. And he said, don't worry. Tomorrow's another match. And a week from now, no one remembers anything. They yeah. remember the big moments, the big finishes. But uh, uh, a Spanish fly on the apron where you almost broke your neck. It was brutal. I don't even remember it. And I called him about it. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, continue. Um, what did I say? We're talking about Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, main oh. event at WrestleMania okay. 2019. So this is what I was going to say. So, you know, obviously the the, the Raw uh, women's match is happening also on SummerSlam. Right. So do you think that maybe they're going to go through maybe a women's unification match? Well, maybe, but they also, but they, I don't think so because they're really putting a lot of emphasis on the women now, and rightfully so. But that's listen, what I mean. I, I talked to this on Twitter uh, when the whole thing was announced because someone mm. said, Are you excited about, uh, I think it's called Evolution or something? That's or, right, yeah. And they're like, Are you excited because Evolution is airing when we're on the cruise? And they said, uh-huh. Do you care about Evolution? It's like, I don't care because I'm too busy promoting Alpha Club and Bullet Club and doing a thousand things that weekend. Someone, and people take that personally? Could, and I said, You know what? Listen. Manami Toyota is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Right. And if anybody loves women's wrestling, which you should. Absolutely. Go watch Manami Toyota. 
and learn. I learned from her. Some people say, oh, Jericho's the GOAT. Okay, great, whatever. I'm this, that. If I'm the best, the worst, or somewhere between. I learned from Manami Toyota in the 90s. She is a genius and one of the smartest wrestlers and one of the most dynamic wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. So I am down with the clown, man. I'm on it. But I I think for sure with WWE promoting women's wrestling the way that they are, as they should, yes. they need a distinctive raw representation and a SmackDown representation. And Rousey is on Raw because, as we know, that's Vince's baby. Yes. So I think Charlotte winning at SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. The biggest party of the summer. Yes. And holding it for eight months to go, oh, wait a second. Oh, Ronda's on Raw. Yeah. Okay. Let me say this. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think there will be a women's Royal Rumble match. I think the winner of the Royal Rumble match there gets has been, ch- doesn't it? There will be one this okay. There, yes, but yeah. there'll be one again in January, and for example. That makes sense. So I think I think Charlotte's going to win SmackDown, right? And we can jump forward now. Raw Women's Champion. Well, Bliss, okay, let's do this. Let's do Strassi. this. Let's do, let's do it. Who do you think? Um. So here's the interesting thing. I think it has to be. I can't stop smiling when I say that because I said that every match in the last podcast. But <laughs> keep it going. Here's the interesting thing. <laughs> I think um, <sighs> this is great. This is so much better than our worst, best WrestleMania. We're doing better, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think we're doing better. We're I think people really actually realize he's keeping us on fleek. Eyebrows on fleek. Uh, is my eyebrow is my eyebrow okay? Just one. I can't see because you have your glasses on. You could do a rock. Well, Jack Slate can do the rock, cocking the app. So can Pete. Why can't I do that? <laughs> Sorry, because you beat the Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. I did. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. There you go. So. um... I don't. I. Okay. Oh. I got gotcha. you. All me, right. Okay. Let me, let me. Let me. Let me slide in here. Can you see where I'm coming from? Um, here's what's gonna happen. Somehow, Natty, who to me is the best women's performer, because she learned in the dungeon, learned from Stu. Oh. She will beat your ass. Oh yeah. Here's what I predict. If I may be so bold, Jack. Uh, you may. Charlotte be. wins your the podcast. SmackDown's title. Yes. Uh, somehow, Natty gets involved in the Raw match i don't know how and causes ronda to lose so yeah. alexa keeps the title ronda then pairs off with natty which will be great listen ronda and ronda's matches have been really good she uh, that and mania match was yes, incredible but but but, peop, but since then people are demeaning her she worked nia Jax. guess what it was good she worked alicia fox it was good yeah ronda versus natty for not a one-off for two or three or four pay-per-views will be really good and they can do extreme rules ladder match yes freaking last man standing whatever you want to do natty can carry ronda who d- agreed very natural keep them apart then you got the um royal rumble match yep ronda wins yes and then challenges charlotte for the uh, SmackDown, whatever, whatever you call it, SmackDown for the women's championship. But this is what I was talking and about about potentially WrestleMania, potentially unifying them because it could be just be a you women's. You could. I mean, I, but I don't you know could why also they... do Alexa versus whatever. Well, you could, but, I, I, but that's why I was thinking. I, I think it's too soon to put the belt on Ronda as hot as she Not is. Now. No, no Not way. Now I think they Mania will, next year she will win the title. Yeah. Here, here's a Chris Jericho uh, uh, proclamation. Ronda Rousey will win the title in the main event of WrestleMania 2019. Book it, cut it, done. I'm going to say one thing. We also, I 
think touched on that on the last podcast. I think we did. And we said the same thing. I think so. And if we would have listened to it before... God damn it, hurt. Jack just uh, lightly slapped the the uh, ledge. Lightly, and, my hand is my hand is pink. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Slade is the man who blew out his lung by standing up. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's a true story. We're not joking. Uh, Pete, so, Pete did not hear this story before. Tell Listen to the book. Well, okay, I'll tell, I'll tell it quick right now. I stood up a bit too quickly. My lung collapsed, and I went to hospital. They pumped it up, and I was uh, good. Then it went again three weeks later, back, done. Now, let's not, let's not uh, gloss over the fact he said he stood up too quickly and his lung collapsed. I just want to say one thing as well. <laughs> Jack Slade, the only man whose rib cage uh, sticks out further than his chest. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so here's another one. Then we move along. Where's my phone? Right there on the table. Nope. It's connected to... Power. I got it. Oh, okay. No, I'm trying to look at the matches. Did Charlotte... Okay. Uh, Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Now this, this is... We predicted this We happening. did, because they built this up for years. Pete is uh, doing the yes chant right yes, now. Yes, he is. Uh, they built this up for a while on... Was it called? Talking Smack? Right. Yes. And uh, this is when Daniel Which Bryan was, great. was not allowed to wrestle or have any physical contact. And yeah. Miz and Daniel Bryan used to throw down at each other, just bury each other oh, back. It was great. so good, so good. So good. And so finally we get this match. Yeah. Jack, what do you think? Ah, now hit. I'm not going to say it. But so. Uh, you should say, because you have to say something in the mic. I have to say something? It's audio right now. Well, here's the interesting thing. <laughs> Listen, go to chrisslade.com and watch his uh, his uh, amazing uh, promo for his jewelry company. Great jewelry. It is great jewelry. Spirit of the Drum. It's actually it's actually really Is it good called spiritofthedrum.com? Uh, yes it is. Go to spiritofthedrum.com. Chris Slade is making some great jewelry. Jack's dad once again, drummer based DC. Amazing uh, drummer, amazing jewelry uh, visionary. Not so great on promos. But that's where we come in. We're going to do a good one for him. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll fly out before the next Fuzzy Tour. I'll fly straight to Margate. Vegas. Oh, even better. Even better. Gives me an excuse to go to Vegas. Oh, Honey, got to go to Vegas to do a Chris Slade video. Um, And then Dad will be like, oh, what are you doing here? Dad, I'm trying to film a video with you. Oh, I didn't know you were coming. I told you two weeks ago. Oh, I haven't checked my phone. I'm Chris Slade from ACDC. So Daniel Bryan and The Miz. We I, talked about this. We knew it was coming, and now it's here. No one knew Daniel Bryan was going to be able to come back and, no, and wrestle again. That was not a thing. I mean, if it, it, hey, if it was a thing, you would have known, and you did. I mean, no one I, knew. No one knew. No one knew. I just waved at you, and yeah, I'm but literally. That's what, but that's what you know. said to me when we talked before the the possible Daniel Bryan Jericho yeah. coalition. Yeah, and he was like, Daniel Bryan, come back. We could never expect it. The people love it. It's so exciting. And here's what I want to do. So people did not expect Daniel Bryan to be able to come back. No. But now he's back against and here's the thing there's a story because yeah. in the first NXT my protege Wade Barrett won there you go of course what a sport what he's the GM of what a sport oh. what a sport it's just been relaunched with our good friend Steve Linsky as the ref oh my god Steve Linsky can, can, can we get uh, the Phil Collins guy in there too yeah, probably. <laughs> so um, now suddenly uh, Daniel Bryan is back. Uh, cause, yeah, because on NXT, the original, this is 2010. 
Right. The Miz was Daniel Bryan's mentor. And the big problem was everyone, all the indie guys and uh, independent wrestling fans loved Daniel Bryan because he was a worldwide uh, star. And to put him with Miz was like almost a downgrade. It was sacrilege, but it was so great because of that. And let me say this. The Miz has done a great job of being one of the few and only true heels in the business. The Miz has been so good. Yes. Yes. People I, don't and, and like it, him. No, but even using his newborn baby as a prop, God, it's like, uh If anyone can say the Miz is bad, it they're, they're, they're lying. Well, He's they don't. So good at his role. Amazing, amazing. So, what do we do, Jack, with Daniel Bryan versus the Miz? I don't see there being a definitive winner. I I see this going until Mania. I say Miz wins. Do you think? D- listen, dude. Listen. Do you think that? Do you think that Daniel's going to get cheated? Or do you think it's, Jack, hold is it on. Be- We're in August. Maine is April. That's I know. a long way to I go. I know, but That's think about long how long you've been built. Even, okay, before, me, Danny, okay. even before Brian got cleared, it, okay. was, it was months before. But let me tell you this. So Survivor Ke- Series. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho uh, was one of the main matches at WrestleMania 17? Yes. Not we, 17. Yeah, yeah. S- no. 16? No, 17. Yeah. You're talking about the year or the number? Because Re- WrestleMania 17 was no. was like rocking. Oh. It was like Ricky Steamboat versus uh, Billy Jack Haynes. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm talking about 2017. Oh. And what I'm saying is we started this build at SummerSlam 2016 where it was Owens and Jericho yes. versus Big Cass and Enzo. And we Wait, who? We shan't, rec- we shan't hear from them again. Uh, but that's where it started, and we worked that all the way to Mania. And that was with the creative mind <clears throat> genius of Chris Jericho working directly with Vince McMahon. Miz and Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam, the single match, there's no way they can take it to WrestleMania. That's eight months away. You do have a good point. Yes, here. I do, because I've been there before. So here's what I think. <clears throat> Miz needs to win. Miz has the reality show. Miz and Mrs. Uh, Vince wants that show to work. Well, the, the ratings are de- well. Yeah. It did it first week and then it's declining. Well, that's just TV. That, well, that, that's just, so. I think that um, the Miz wins, which causes Daniel Bryan of some sort of recourse that will go for another two or three months, maybe to Survivor Series. Fair, yeah, fair. That's that- my point. What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I was thinking it was going to be some sort of DQ because, I mean, you know. It that, might be. It could be. Don't let my no, no. I mean, influence yours. I Well, I have to. In the, you've been in the business for a, yeah, maybe yeah, a slot. So well, I'm just saying, know you know, you know something. I'm not sitting on the booking meetings. No, but I mean, you know more than I do. Well, I'm, I'm surmising, which I love that word, surmise. Surmising. Which is also an Iron Maiden lyric in Dead uh, Die With Your Boots On. The Frenchman did surmise. I mean, come on, dude, right? If you're gonna die! By the way, did you hear that Howard Jones and Jesse... Uh, from uh, Kill Switch Engage did a uh, duet tonight at the Iron Maiden gig in at the O2, O2 Arena. Yeah, yeah I, uh, what, did they, what did they do? And a Heartache or something? They did, which I don't know that song, but I love Howard Jones. And a Heartache is a great song. Shout out to Howard Jones and shout out to Jesse Uh Hopefully you guys had a good time. Jesse Leach. Jesse, Jesse Leach. Leach. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Do that snap again. Wow. I, hey. I can never do that. Okay, so who's your... You're saying Daniel Bryan or Miz? I, the Miz needs it more because Daniel... Miz wins. All right, done. 
But you know what? I'm not trying to. Bully no, no, no. Him. The the Miz the Miz needs more because Daniel Bryan. If he, even if he loses, he's still so over because of everything that happened. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, no pun intended. Thank you. Right. Uh, Miz wins, and they continue on uh, the next month. Let's move because on. And they could do survive. No. I'm oh, just, dude, we're getting down to the nitty gritty now. Well, I'm just saying they could we do survive series. Could, is it, it could be captain against captain. It could be. I'm just saying. Just saying. Oh, I was just saying there might be Captain Miz versus Captain. Maybe in this. What's his name? Uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Smackdown. Let me let me do like Conan does. What's this guy's name? Uh, Daniel Bryan. He's <laughs> like the biggest like, yes. names. What's this guy's name? Uh, uh, Steve Austin. I was about to say Steve Austin. Did he say that? He might be there. What? Steve Austin might be where? No, I don't know. I'm just saying Conan doesn't remember any of his names. I briefly met Conan once. Great guy. Oh, seems like a great guy. Yeah. I mean, right. You know more than me. Let's move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> WWE Champion, since we're in a French. Le champion. champion. Champignon means mushroom. Oh, it does. Champignon. Nice. Did you ever do mushrooms, Jack? No, but I like to eat them. Well, As the, in the ad, not not like the the psychedelic version. Okay, so I do not like real mushrooms, but I like psychedelic mushrooms. I like and real me, mushrooms, and not so much the psychedelic. Let me tell you two great stories about me on mushrooms. Go ahead. So I remember that one time I did mushrooms, and I looked up into the uh, sky, and I told everybody, "Look at the moon," and we all looked up at the moon. And I said, "Can you see Lenny Kravitz's face on the moon?" And everyone went, oh my gosh, there's Kravitz. And we're like, Kravitz is watching over us. Kravitz is here. So uh, that's what we saw. And we just watched Kravitz's face on the moon for hours and nothing happened. So anyways, that's what it was. I think Slash might have played in that. It sounds like a Slash riff, right? Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, good times, great tastes. And let's get back to business. AJ Styles. Formerly of Y2 AJ. Right. Have I ever told you about that? Well, I mean, I, I saw it happen. He never told me about it. So <clears throat> when I came back to WWE in 16, my idea was to wrestle uh, Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. I could leave in Stein and Stein cock and balling. Do I have to tell this story now? Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. All right. Pause that for a second. All right. Go back. Okay. Uh, so in 93, I lived in Hamburg. And when we were in Hamburg, we I took you guys past where I used to live and to Freddy's Imbus. Yep. Both of you guys are there, Peter and Jack. Yeah. Where we used to have uh, chicken uh, noodles and milkfrucht or whatever it was called, which was milk. But whenever I walked to the uh, tent, which is where we wrestled every single night, there was a live sex shop that sold toys, magazines, and had live performances in it. And every day when I walked by, Total Hold the Line was playing, and they'd be like, Ach Liebensteinsen, penis dropping, ball bagging, Ach Stevenson, Assen licking, Assen Schreibens lining. And then when I would walk back home after the show, Ach Liebensteinen, boobing, drinking, badding, stuffing, Ach Liebensteinen, come inside in, caviar, Ach Liebensteinen. And then the next day when I would walk by going to work, Liebenstein and Ackelein and Cock and Ball and Ackelein Cock and Wagen Scheiben Scheiben. So, whenever I. <laughs> whenever I. To this day. To this day. 
whenever and you know who knows that story? Talina Breyer. Oh yeah, our, we love Talina. Oh, she Talina. Now works with Zach Wild. She's 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 like, doing good. She's running the music business. She loves that is. story too. We love Talina. Shout out to Talina. I propose to her every day by cutting up Corona, and she wasn't caps. sure what your name was. No, um, she had no idea. <laughs> Al J Styles uh, versus Mojo uh, Y two A J was a name I came up with when. Uh, so, anyways, so Vince, um, uh, I had come back to WWE to face Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. Yes, and Vince changed his mind and said, "I want you to face AJ Styles. You're going to be partners together. You're going to break up. You're going to work at, at WrestleMania." I'm like, dude, like, oh my gosh, like, what a horrible thing. Yeah, of course. So, we came up with this idea to be a team for like three weeks. And I said... To the point where you didn't have t-shirts. And I got the t-shirts made so people would believe that we were going to stick together. It's great. It's all in my book, Noah's a Four-Letter Word, available now in all bookstores. If anybody goes to bookstores, buy the thing, read it, love if it, not, enjoy it. I mean, it. Amazon is pretty good. So there's people, and they're like, lie to AJ. That's a terrible name. Hey, idiots, I knew it was a terrible name. I made the name up so that we could make t-shirts for a week. And then we broke up in Chicago, and that night we sold 400 T-shirts in Chicago because people loved it. Why, JJ? Listen, if AJ Styles and Jericho were going to team, Jesus, <laughs> I just almost fell off my chair. 400 T-shirts, 400 T-shirts in Chicago with Y2AJ. People complaining the name is bad. Listen, I promise, if we ever team up again. We will come up with a much better name. Bottom line was, uh, Vince wanted us to work at WrestleMania. We had a great match at WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. So now, a champion, AJ Styles, who I knew was going to be super hot right from the start, uh, not accordance with the office thought, but I helped him uh, ingratiate himself. Good word. What about that time when you brought back a certain move? What did you hear about it? From I heard I read it from you, but that's fine. Oh, I thought you read it in the book. <laughs> Basically, the Styles Clash was banned. I was able to get it unbanned, and now the Styles Clash is a viable move in the WWE, thanks to Uncle CJ. I do have that book, by the way. Thank you. Have you read it? I, uh, half of it. You're in it. I know. You're, you're I the read second, it. You're so all in the I second could, half. I read it so I could see my name. Well, there's a whole bunch of you in the second half, so keep reading. <laughs> WWE champ AJ Styles against Samojo. Samojo is one of my favorite a brothers ever one of my best friends in the business and a great great performer God damn. and a killer killer oh killer God. killer yeah jack who's gonna win this match uh, as a fan well i mean i'm a fan i do, 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 do. as a fan Shut up. Answer the question. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. I, th I kind of think that maybe, uh, I think that AJ is still going to win it. Okay. Why? I just think that the, the, this seems to be a match where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, these guys have had great matches before. Let's put them together. It just seems like that to me. I think it's time to coronate Samoa Joe as the killer guy. Don't get me wrong. No, I, I'm not I, getting you wrong. I, like, I want that to happen. There's, there's no right or wrong. We're just Right. Debating. No, exactly. I, I want that to happen. I just don't. I think it's time to give Samoa Joe the championship <clears throat> because here's the thing. In wrestling, it's always better for the babyface to chase the heel. True. And there is nobody on the SmackDown roster. And even I'll go further. If Brock or if he comes back, when he comes back, whatever he's going to do, I want to see Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Good Lord. Because let me say this. Yeah. I want to see Samoa Joe go, go f*** your ass have you Here's ever seen liberties. Brock take liberties with someone before I've felt it a couple times man have you oh, a few times oh. Barclay Center SummerSlam 2016 oh, good Google it yeah 
Alka Gliebenstein Cockinball and Akrigenstein. Um, so I'm going to say Samoa Joe wins the title and AJ now has to chase him for the next three or that's, four months. That's bold. I mean, I... I I still think AJ is going to win. Wow, and and, and why? And, but, but give me your reason why for that. I don't really have a reason. It's just a gut feeling. You're just gut feeling. Just that's all it is. Because I I really hugely respect both guys, and okay. I don't think that either one is a bad decision. I just for some reason think that AJ is going to win it. I think. Um, well. Um... <laughs> Definitely the worst slash best SummerSlam preview. We're so. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> We're so happy that. We, no, wait a second. Stop it. Um, we have. I, I, I didn't do anything. Oh, we, got, we, got, we got the main event. What's the main event? Oh, it's the same one for WrestleMania. Is it? Yeah, a new Universal Champion. The one that we were yelling at each other about. <laughs> I. I'm not, it was that during Drunkomania or not? Gee, yeah. Listen, hit us up on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho at uh, I am. Slade? I am Jack Slade. I am Jack Slade. Uh, Were you on Twitter, Pete? Yep. What's yours? Uh, At PFB. So hit us up at PFB, at Talk is Jericho, at I am Jack Slade, and tell us if we're doing better on this show than we did last time. Uh, We're going into... What is that? All right, that was the intermission. Hopefully, you got you guys uh, cokes and uh, popcorn. A few cokes, few went, few lemonades. Went to the uh, Kansky. Buttered uh, or sweet? Ooh, which one? Golden topping. I like to get layered. <laughs> Do you know that I once did an open mic at a comedy club, and my whole routine was based around golden topping, which is what they call butter in uh, Canadian movie theaters. And I mentioned how Golden Topping was very similar to a Golden Shower. I was, was going to say, what sort of movie theater is he talking that about was, here? That was my whole bit. It uh, didn't do well. Did but it, in, it meh. Did anyone laugh? No. No. But I remember I, was, I spent a lot of time thinking about my outfit. What was your outfit? Uh, jeans, um, uh, like a muscle shirt with a, with a like a really cool dress shirt over the top with the sleeves rolled up. I mean, up. that's pretty much what you're wearing now, except the dress shirt. But I have sleeves on this shirt. I looked really cool. I, dude, I could have been a great stand-up comedian. Chris, I think you're cool. Thanks, man. But, but you don't like always look like a star. But my golden showers, uh, golden topping routine did not go well. But that was back in 1990. Here Pop- we are in 2018. Wait. Much better. So we got Lesnar versus <laughs> Roman Reigns. Yes, we do. Um, it's kind of a conundrum for us because we've been here before. We have. As in, like... And also, we've been to the garden with Paul Hank. We said this last time, but... You, can I tell you a funny story? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. It's not like it's your podcast or anything. When I saw Heyman at the Greatest Royal Rumble... Where was this? Uh, in Saudi Arabia. In the Saudi. He kind of shunned me. Oh, yeah. And I think it's... Because he might have heard our podcast. We didn't. We didn't say we anything, didn't, we say didn't say anything bad. bad. He wore a three-piece suit to ACDC. He concert. wore a three-piece suit. And had- in my mind, in rock and roll language, <laughs> it's kind of a faux pas, <laughs> if you're going to ask me. 
Hagen Kliebenstein, three piece in Sujin. Hagen. After that show, then, we had pretty good Korean barbecue. We did. And he still dished my Brian Pillman podcast. No, though. but still, but, but he picked up the bill. Paul Heyman never bounced a check with me, ever. Great. But here's the thing. I only worked 22 shows with ECW. What was that Everyone show? Says Jericho's an ECW guy. 22 shows, a.k.a. 11 weekends. You say that, though, but this is the way that it was put across. As someone, you know, that used to collect tapes and stuff, yeah. you know, you were absolutely an ECW guy. Because, I mean, I, I used to watch. I'm not the- saying I wasn't. I worked my ass off to become a WCW, but I'm saying I was there for 11 weekends. Dude. No, I, no, I know, but 11 I, which is a small amount. 22 matches. Yeah. As far as the tapes go, I still remember that match with you and Scorpio and Pitbull number two dude, and, you know listen dude whatever Paul gave me I whipped ass and absolutely we had some great matches and he got a lot of plans you wore we, a black vest I did with uh, my face airbrushed on the back and in this day and age if you have an airbrushed face of yourself on your own gear <laughs> it's kind of a faux pas uh, <laughs> I got even start airbrushing um, so so last week and this is what I love about Paul Heyman and like I said whether he uh, what did I say shun me or not doesn't matter I love Paul Heyman because he's a lot like me uh, and is the reason why so this week he did this promo oh yeah where so uh, last week Brock Lesnar roughed him up left him in the, sh- in, the in the dust you know I'm gonna beat you up I hate you whatever you're not my friend you're not my friend you work for me you work for me we have no relationship I pay you yes and so he shows up in Raw this week disheveled beard Looks like he hasn't slept in days. And my thing is, you know what Jericho would do is I literally would not sleep for days. Right. I would stay up. I would gr- I would wear the same clothes for three days and go show up on Raw. That's what a true, and I'm not a genius, but that's what a true committed genius does. So his role this week, Paul Heyman is, Paul Heyman is the best performer on Raw. Absolutely. By far. Yes. By far. Whether he wears a three-piece suit to an ACDC gig or not. The fact that he showed up, he looks like he hasn't slept in three days. That's the point. I say he probably hasn't slept for three days. Maybe maybe he had a a delayed flight from Vegas to New York. Maybe he did. Maybe Maybe he did. Maybe he flew himself on a bereaved fare. Look, Google it, kids. Um, Point being, listen, dude, we've been talking about this figuratively since april reigns versus uh lesnar and i i'm not, i'm sure one of us surmised once again bruce dickinson lyric that lesnar uh that reigns would win i remember that when reigns lost at wrestlemania when we were in new hampshire we were shocked do you remember what i did well, you did you ran I, out of the building well i threw a full gg yeah, boy, at the screen. You you literally... Let, I whipped you, a full you, you glass of vodka left the at building. the screen and then ran out so the cops couldn't catch me. Uh, and, and hit on the bus. And then I had to chase after you. You did. And I ran straight into a bench and I bruised my shit. You didn't know about this. I did I, not. No. So I was like, I didn't know that you threw this drink. And I all did. The, right. So all of a sudden, I just saw you just, you just split. And I was like, oh, there goes I Chris. I threw the drink and went, I gotta run! Oh, go on. Oh, we just got a knock at the door. Hold on. Hold on. on. We're getting a knock at the door. Hold on. See what's going on. What happened, Pete? Okay, Liebenstein, quiet. What happened? No, it's just some random guy who wanted to ask if I wanted to smoke a cigarette. 
<laughs> it wasn't even security. No, it's just some random guy. Some guy just knocked on the door, asking if you want to smoke a cigarette. In English, yeah, I said no. In <laughs> English, and we're in Belgium. I love Belgium. <laughs> Hey, you guys, when you, you guys want to smoke a cigarette? So, no, really, no. So, okay, I mean, so let me the story. This is great. Um, and that did happen in a talking shop, Honolulu, when the security knocked on the door. And we filmed, we uh, recorded it, which is great. I um, listened to that one. Great. It, it was great. Shop. Oh, it was great. Um, so here's the deal. So after Lesnar won at WrestleMania, then we do the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. And I go there. And I have like three minutes. I was at the freaking building for 12 hours, whatever. And Lesnar wins again. And he yeah. wins again. He wins again. Wins again. So now here's the deal. We think that he's going back to UFC because he had, he's been submitted to the uh, testing pool at USADA, which could all be a gimmick. Well, I don't yes, know. but we don't, What's that? He's going to fight DC. Okay, so he's going to fight DC. A huge money match. We this know is that. a thing as well that I don't get as well. Okay. I mean, yes, okay, DC is a pro wrestling fan. Lesnar is... Daniel Cormier is DC, by the way. Right. So why, why would he... I just don't see... Unless there is something built up, if you're in the UFC, you know, I, I, we, Pete, you're a UFC fan. I'm a UFC fan. Chris, do you watch people punch Don't care, other? but I follow Brock in UFC. There we go. So he, so DC won, and all of a sudden, wait, yeah, DC won, and all of a sudden Lesnar walks in and just cut a promo without Heyman, and all of a sudden we think, oh, Lesnar can cut a promo. Okay, so of course again, but let, let's... Go just gonna, again. Oh, this, knock this the door. We're going to get again? some more cigarettes out of it. Hold on, here we go. Hold on. Yes, sir. Can you show me the way to the elevator? We should invite him in. Hey, Pete. Pete, invite him in. The guy's lost and he can't find the elevator. And he's Pete, super Pete, loaded. Hold Pete. on. Maybe he might not leave. We'll make him leave. <laughs> Pete. Pete, have him come in. Let's just find out what his name is. Pete. Uh, I'll find him. Hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. No, this is happening. This is happening. <laughs> we're going to find out who this guy is that's knocking the door for you guys. And we're going to get him uh, signed up here. On talk is Jericho. Uh, we're Yeah, we're going to ask him his name as we try and figure out the uh, exact uh, uh, finish for the Lesnar match. No, no, no. We're not embarrassing you. You're just wasted. It's fine. Okay, so... Um, Okay, so we're, we're recording a podcast. Hey, man, we got a... Hey, what's up? Hey, man, how are you? Good, man. How are you? <laughs> no, when you have to you have to say that. Hold it to your mouth when you say, how are you? How are you? That's very you close. Looking for a cigarette? No. Oh, well, you, can you find your room? Yeah, it's right there. Where, okay, okay, well, good. We just want to make sure that you're okay. Who do you play for? Name your band? He's scared. We're not. This is not for a federal judge. We're just shooting the breeze here. We just like. Yeah. Monster Magnet. Monster Magnet. Oh, Monster Dave Windorf's band. Yeah. Oh, nice. Where are you guys from? Oh, where do you think? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. See how much do I know? I don't know how I knew that. For some reason, I remember Monster Magnet was a Boston band. You guys just on starting this tour, or have you been on tour for a while? Since April. Okay, you've been here since April in, in Europe. Oh my gosh, that's a long time a long to time. be in this hotel. How do you feel about yourself? I feel great, man. We're having yeah. a good time. So we're, yeah, we've been on tour since uh, for about two weeks. Uh, about three and, weeks actually. And I didn't know she played in the second. 
Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm in Dragon Force. Let's see if I've no, dude. Good stuff, man. We just want to make sure that you're okay. Okay. We're gonna get we're gonna get back to it. We're recording, so we just want to say hi. Let's stop knocking on our door. We got it. Cheers, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. You boy. Okay, don't shake my hand. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I think you're okay. All right, dude. Thanks, man. Dude. We'll see you tomorrow, dude. All right. Thanks, brother. Bye, bye. I'll show you to the other band. Chris, I don't even think Monster Magnet are playing tomorrow. They're not. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we just had a visit from uh, Schlotsky from Monster Magnet, who is not playing on the bill. I don't even think he's really in Monster Magnet. I don't know what he's in. We just had Well, he's in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get back to business. Shall we? What do you think is going to happen? We've we've talked about this, that there's been ups and downs, and uh, Brock had a contract extension of two shows, and there's all these things. What's going to happen at SummerSlam, Lesnar versus Reigns? Sorry, David Letterman is not allowed on the show. To be completely honest, I think the whole thing with them teasing a term with Heyman is bullshit. So what's going to happen? Well, because everyone thought this was going to happen at Mania. I say everyone. Yeah, uh, well, I, we did. We and did. again we, at, at Greatest Royal Rumble. Right. And I think there might have even been a third time. That other, some other. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't. It's been a long time coming. Put the felt on Reigns already. Enough. Enough of this Brock Lesnar bullshit. It needs to happen. Whether there's a turn or not. Somehow the belt. I has to think switch. what's going to happen. It's hard to say though, because because so Lesnar's gone back into the pool. He's going to UFC. What do you do with Heyman? I mean, that is a good point because otherwise, why else would he ever resign? But what I say is like, if wait, you, no, has he you, resigned? I mean, I'm sure he has. Yeah. If you if you turn Reigns heel, all the people that are booing him will then start cheering him. Isn't so that the I, idea? What I think, here's what I think is going to happen. I think that Reigns will beat Lesnar. Strowman will have lost to Owens earlier and lost his briefcase. Yes. Pissed off, comes down and beats the shit out of Reigns. And the new advocate of Braun Strowman, Paul Heyman. Ooh, I didn't even think of that, but I was thinking... That he would, for some reason, try and destroy Lesnar. Because if you can destroy anyone, why would it not be Lesnar? I think if if Brock is going on to UFC, that Vince will not care. Well, he's think not about- going to protect Brock. Brock will come back, but Brock doesn't need to be protected. Well, Brock's he, an animal, but, but he will protect because I mean, think about when Rollins won the belt in Mania last year or the year before. No, uh, two years ago. Two years ago, Lesnar was he wasn't the one that was pinned. So there's going to be some protection going on. I think if he's leaving to go to UFC, listen, honestly, Reigns is my bro. He's my boost, man. He needs to freaking beat Brock Lesnar one, two, three. It has to be decisive in some way. And they've been, they listen, here's here's one of Vince's rules that he told me years ago. A baby face never guarantees victory if he's not going to win. Sure. And Reigns is guaranteed victory for six months. If he does not beat Brock, he's done. And that's not... That's not Vince's role for Brock I don't or for think, Reigns. He wants him to be the face. Yeah, I don't think that him uh, losing at Mania was necessarily a long-term decision. I think it was just a case of like, haha, you guys are wrong because everyone was thinking I that think Reigns was going to I think it's because Vince win. thinks that Brock is the golden goose and Brock 
was willing to continue. Now that he's back in the USADA testing pools, listen, Brock's going to make 17 times more money fighting DC or John Jones or freaking George Schwansky, whoever it is that he fights. That's my favorite fighter. Money. I love George Schwansky. I think it's time. Listen, even, even more so. Like, Brock needs to lose. Move on. Let's build Strowman and Reigns and let's move that to WrestleMania. So here's what I'm thinking through all this because SummerSlam even though we're eight months away it's the beginning it's the building blocks main event double main event double main event double Charlotte and Rousey yeah Strowman and Reigns I think that makes sense that's my prediction and then okay if Jericho I'm, Daniel Bryan what Jericho Daniel Bryan What's, I didn't say that go ahead I mean and um, is is Daniel Bryan then the uh, WGP in a <laughs> Listen, what happened to the guy from Monster Magnet who's not on the bill? Well, apparently he is now uh, very uh, annoyed, and but in an elevator down to have a smoke cigarette. Good, then stop knocking on our freaking door, yeah. dumb idiot. Bit of an idiot. Yeah, big time idiot. Yeah. He knocked on her three times. Yeah. He's lucky we didn't take him in here and hostile his ass. Because you know what happens when you knock on Chris Jericho's door. <laughs> Uh, and you're in Monster Magnet, a band uh, that's not even on the bill. A band that once performed Matt Hardy's entrance music. Really? Yeah. All right, Jack, as we wind down here, because we've been going far too long. We have. It's been great, though. This is, this is, listen, this is so much better than the WrestleMania. Do you think it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, way better. Okay. Because I can remember. It was, oh, my gosh. We're almost done. Oh. <laughs> what do you think is going to be the best match on the show? Jack? Okay. Um, you know what? It's, it's between two. Okay. Shinsuke and Hardy uh, yeah. and also AJ and Joe. Okay. Pete, what do you think the, favorite, the best match is going to be? I think it'll be uh, uh, Hardy and Shinsuke and, Shinsuke and also uh, I, I agree with Jack. I think it'll also be uh, uh, Samoa Joe for the win. Okay. I think the best match in the show... Hmm... I think that oh Lesnar and Reigns are going to beat the shit out of each other, which I love because they did it before at WrestleMania. Yeah. And Oos is a killer, man. Roman's Roman's my bro. He's awesome. So I'm going to go... I'm going to say best match uh, from my heart, Reigns and Lesnar. Best... Yeah, AJ and Samojo, man. Dude. I think as far as, far as like... Uh, and Dude, I'm gonna yeah. use, uh, bear in mind, I am not... I'm not a wrestler, but as far as working yeah, yeah, yeah. goes, you know, yeah, what I, mean? yeah. I think that's going to be the best. Whereas Lesnar or Roman is going to be. Yeah, I think I think see, I know AJ and and Joe very well, and all these guys like Ziggler and Rollins should be pretty good. Oh yeah, Shinsuke, like listen, Kevin is great, and so Strowman's really good too. But I'm going with AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe will be the show stealer, Wheeler Dealer. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Guys, what a great time doing this podcast. Fun stuff. So thank you so much, guys, for being here tonight. Um, SummerSlam, it's, gonna, it's the party of the summer, isn't it, Jack? Just the party of the summer, 2019. So uh, where is no, it? No, no, 18. Where is it this year? Barclays Center. Is it? No. Yeah. yeah. It's Bar- it WrestleMania's in Barclays Center. No. Some- I think it's the Staples Center. No, I'm pretty sure it's a Barclays Center, but that's... I would like Pete, or TM, at PFB on the Twitter, 
to look up where SummerSlam 2018 is going to be. I'm g- and I'm and I'm going to tell you a funny story. Okay. About SummerSlam 2010, when my friend Spiwi yeah. and my friend John Howarth from Australia were, I got them front row tickets. Oh. Spiwi was so hungover. It's the Barclays Center. You're right. I know. Spiwi was so hungover, he fell asleep in the front row, and Vince McMahon literally said, "Wake that." guy up or kick him out of the building <laughs> yes. so uh, SummerSlam buy it on pay-per-view I think the guy from Monster Mag is knocking on the door someone is knocking on the door right now I don't know right what's now. going on but we love you it's the best slash worst SummerSlam preview with Jack and Pete and uh, we'll see you uh, for the best slash worst No Mercy preview No Mercy El Survivor Series I don't, well, we're on tour for the next five weeks so whatever the next pay-per-view is after uh, uh, yeah we'll do all we'll do whatever whatever's going on in uh, September my gonna, birthday. Your birthday's in September? Yeah. When? 17th. Oh, well, then we'll do a preview for that. So we'll do a pay-per-view, uh, WWE, no Virgos. <laughs> uh, Pete, give us one last final statement. Uh, it's been a very nice time sitting here listening about wrestling, and uh, go listen to uh, Fozzy uh, on tour in America. Go listen to them now. Uh, FuzzyRock.com. Go. All right, SummerSlam is Sunday night at Barclays Center in New York City and streaming live on the WWE Network, and that's how I'll be watching on the WWE Network. And you can, too. Sign up now at wwenetwork.com slash Jericho. And all new subscribers will be two months free access, but you got to sign up by August 20th to take advantage of the two free months. How's that for a hookup? I got your back. wwenetwork.com slash Jericho. Do not miss this. Reigns versus Lesnar. Uh, uh, Owens versus Strowman. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Ziggler Samoa Joe versus uh, AJ Styles you're not going to want to miss this wwenetwork.com slash Jericho get some uh, money back on that subscription and I'm also hooking you up not only with the WWE Network but also with some serious entertainment on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea still a few cabins left so book them while you can at chrisjerichocruise.com we set sail October 27th and everything included in the booking price live podcast stand up comedy shows meet and greets concerts all the matches on board the only thing you pay for once you book a cabin is alcohol and gambling. Even food is free, and the cruise is stacked. Here's what I can tell you. The Alpha Club, the Bucks of Jericho, or is it Y2 Jackson, versus the Bullet Club, Kenny Omega, Cody, uh, Marty Skrull, all about Impact versus Ring of Honor, Sammy Callahan versus Marty Skrull, LAX versus the Young Bucks, and not only will Brian Cage be there, so will John Impact, Johnny Impact, John Morrison just announced he's going to be on the ship. He wants to uh, take on the whole Bullet Club. What's going to happen? Stay tuned. Live talk is Jericho's with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, remembering Eddie Guerrero with Conan and Rey Mysterio. Uh, the entire Bullet Club. Uh, Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler. How about Mick Foley doing his 20 years of hell stand-up show talking all about the Hell in the Cell. 1998 is when that happened. Wow, hard to believe that was 20 years ago. And don't forget the first round of the Sea of Honor tournament. Already been announced. Jay Lethal versus BJ Whitmer. Chris Daniels versus Delirious. Marty Skrull versus Rhett Titus. Silas Young versus Flip Gordon. Bracket B. Mark Briscoe versus Will Ferrara. Adam Page versus Frankie Kazarian, Cheeseburger versus Beer City Bruiser, Jay Briscoe versus Kenny King. Who's going to win that? The winner gets a, a, a Ring of Honor world title shot and live music from Fozzie. Corey Taylor of Slipknot and Stone Sour. Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. We just played with them last week in Belgium. They were amazing. King, The Stir, The Dave Spivak Project. Dave is playing in Winnipeg this weekend uh, at the Cavern. If you're in Winnipeg, go down and check that out. He's got a great rock and roll band. The Darlings of Rock and Roll, The Cherry Bombs. Shoot to Thrill, the world's best female ACDC cover band. Blizzard of Ozzy will be there. 
Uh, how about keeping it 100 versus uh, killing the town, beyond the darkness, scaring the pants off you, live comedy from Brad Williams, Craig Gass, Ron Funches, the Impractical Jokers, SoCal Val, special guest cruise director, special guest host, Noel Foley. What more do you want? Brandy Rhodes, Kelly Klein, Manny Leon, they're all going to be there. So book your cabin now at chrisjerichocruise.com and be a part of history. There's still cabins left, but we are getting closer to selling out, and that ain't no bum steer. You know what else ain't no bum steer? All in. Sold out in like 30 minutes. And coming up on Wednesday, the big, big, uh, the, the, the conduits, the big kahunas behind the scenes, also all going to be uh, on the, on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. It's the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes talking all about All In. And not only that, we're going to hear an exclusive, the first time ever, the new ring theme, the new ring music for the Young Bucks will be debuted here on Talk is Jericho this Wednesday. So it's All In, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks' new entrance music. What more do you want? You know what I want? I want you to have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. In the meantime and in between time, stay hard, stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy. And don't forget to let us know, how did we do with our ridiculous predictions after SummerSlam? Hit us up at Talk is Jericho, and let me and Jack Slate know exactly how good, or most likely how bad, our predictions really were. See you next week.